You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're talking about home organization. We'll share the specific systems that are working in our homes and what's not working. Plus, we're each going to share what the messiest, most unorganized part of our homes are right now and the random things we found there. That's always fun and a bit humbling. (laughs) It will be. Just you wait. We love (laughs) revisiting this topic because how we use our homes is always evolving, and sometimes you've got a winning system that just needs to be shared. And other times you desperately need a system, but you don't know where to start. So we hope this episode will help all of us. If you'd like to hear our other episodes on home organization, we've got two great ones for you, and we'll link those in the show notes that are in your podcast player. Okay, but before we talk home organization, what's been going on around the neighborhood for you? Okay, I shared this on my homeschoolhood podcast, I believe, but the girls are in their first play, like big play, and I'm kind of obsessed and loving it. So they're in a musical theater program that we found for them to do on Thursday afternoons. They do some after school things um, for school age kids, but they also just started a homeschool one. So they are in that from like 1.30 to 3.30 Thursdays. Everybody gets a part, but they're doing uh, Beauty and the Beast Jr., And it's just so cute. Vanessa got the part of the wardrobe, the singing wardrobe. (laughs) And Julia got the part of Babette, the feather duster, who is Lemire's girlfriend. And then they have some other little, you know, parts and songs and things. And so it's just like a whole semester that they work on it. It's so nice because it's something I can drop them off at. We're only expected to help with costumes as the parents. And so that's kind of fun anyways. And yeah, I'm just... I'm just loving it there. It's cool to see them kind of put together like, oh, how all this works and like thinking about like Hamilton or another production that they might have seen like this is a lot of work, you know, and kind of see how the whole process works. So it's been fun. Oh, that sounds really fun. Well, I wanted to share about a little weekly self-care ritual that I know you will approve of, and that is sitting down once a week after bedtime to paint my nails while watching a show. Mm-hmm. This sounds lovely. <laughs> so, yes, this is achieving many things at once. It is helping me find some rest time while also taking care of my nails, which not only makes me feel more put together, but also really helps me not pick up my cuticles. Plus, I am making time to watch television, which is this kind of funny, unofficial goal that I talked to you about. And you were just like, yes, please watch more television. I am in support of this. <laughs> So that is hitting hitting all of those things and just something that I'm coming to really look forward to every week. It's like productive and restful since you yes. get your nails done too. It's like you're exactly. accomplishing something. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's my perfect kind of rest ritual. Yeah. So it's perfect. <laughs> you need to check something off the box. Okay, so let's get into our topic today. We'll start with the home organization that's working for us right now. So let's go back and forth and each share three. What is your first one? Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now that none of these are like a physical form of organization. Does that make sense? These are more systems that are working for us in our house because in terms of closets and under the sink areas and all that, that's all pitiful right now. Don't look. None Do of that. Look. None of that is working. So okay. just, it would be boring for me to talk about all of that. So I'm just going to share a couple things that are working. So the first one is the girls chore system. And this is still working really well for us, but we've 
added some things and revamped it. So I thought I would share. So they do um, morning chores. They alternate every other week. So they do in the morning after they, you know, take care of all their own morning stuff, they come down, they make themselves breakfast. And then one week, um, Vanessa unloads the dishwasher and puts it away from the night before everything that she can reach. There's still a few things that we have to put up for her, but um, she does that while Julia straightens out all the couches and like Mm. tidies up the living room. And that is just like, honestly, it's mostly from me and Jeremiah the night before, like watching a show or whatever, but to start the day with like, you know, pillows fluffed and things Mm -hmm. like put away neatly. It's amazing how much cleaner the house feels to start the day. Um, Yeah. And when we didn't have a dishwasher for a while and that routine was off, it was like the kitchen was taking over. So we really have come to rely on that as a part of like how our household functions. And so they just kind of automatically know that. And then we did add Saturday chores for allowance. So on Mm -hmm. Saturday, they need to like after breakfast and stuff, this is just before anything else fun, unless we have like big family plans, but they um, tidy up their room. So I kind of let their room get messy all week. And then it's like a once a week. Okay. Get it back to ground Mm -hmm. zero. So if they're working on a Lego project or whatever, it can stay out all week, but Saturday is the day we get it back to presentable. Um, And they clean their bathroom. They have a shared bathroom, which, you know, that doesn't get super, super clean, but we also have a house cleaner coming once a month now. So it's like, just get the toothpaste globs out of the sink right. is, the, is the biggest thing. Um, what else do they do? And then clean up the dog poop on Saturday mornings and vacuum. One of them vacuums the stairs and one of them vacuums the playroom. And okay. they get $5 for those because those are kind of considered their extra chores, their weekend chores. Mm-hmm. Um and that's working out really good. It's it's enough of a mix, I think, between like taking care of certain things just because you live here and we all use this mm-hmm. common space. But then like their spaces, you know, we are since we do pay somebody to clean once a month, too. I think it's nice to be like, OK, well, you this is how mm-hmm. you earn your allowance. And if you do it with a bad attitude, guess what? You're still going to do it, but you're not going <laughs> to get paid. That's how that goes. <laughs> so oh. it also helps attitudes stay up because yes. we don't give begrudging workers five dollars. <laughs> Well, that sounds that sounds like a really good mix, and I like your I like your mix of expected weekday chores that you that they're not getting paid for, and then kind of those above and beyond chores, but then they do get payment for them. I I feel like sometimes it feels like it has to be all or nothing. Yes, I was, and so I like that too. kind of hybrid system, mm-hmm. and I like to. It seems like it makes sense to like all the paid chores are just on the weekends. Anyway, that sounds like you've come up with some good ways to, yeah. to manage all yeah, of that. Yeah, I got stuck in that thinking too. Like, well, I don't want to pay them for chores because I think right. it's just part of like living in a family and taking care of your own space, but it's kind of like paying them for this chunk of time dedicated mm-hmm. to you know, yeah. this task that that is harder work for them. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, giving them a chance to earn some money and learn how to manage it and stuff like that. Oh, well, that's great. Okay. The first um, system that I want to share about that is working well for us, I do feel like some of mine are kind of those systems too, but for me, it is my collection of tote bags and then also how I use my tote bags to prep for early morning exercise or bedtime. You have a tote bag system? I am very intrigued. Yes. Let me talk about my tote bag collection first of all, because tote bags are one of those things that you can just suddenly realize, why do I have 20 tote bags? Yes. 
Yes. They just accumulate and procreate, it seems. They do. They so do. I realized I just had way too many. So I went through mine. I got rid of all, but I think like my five favorites that I just okay. really love to use or that are big enough that can actually carry things. And then I also made a dedicated space of where to keep them because I think they were just ending up in a pile or heap somewhere. Yes, yes. Behind our closet door, I hung two command hooks. That's also where I hang my purse. So my mm-hmm. tote bags hang there and my purse hangs there. That's what okay. lives there. So they're out of the way, but very accessible. Okay. Now I want to tell you about how I'm using my tote bags in this very satisfying way. So I exercise early morning, two days a week, like at 5 a.m. And something that helps me for those classes is that I already have everything already prepared. So I don't have to do a lot of thinking or finding of things in the dark in the morning. So the night before, and I'll kind of start this in the evening, or this is a great thing to do while Maeve is in the bath. So I can be right there, but getting something Mm -hmm. done is I'll get one of the tote bags and I will put everything in it that I need for the morning, my whole workout outfit. And then for orange theory, I also need like my little heart rate monitor and a towel and a water bottle. And I wear, Mm -hmm. um, a different silicone wedding ring. So in my just gather all of these random little things and put it all together. And then I just like set it in my closet next to my running shoes. And then in the morning, I don't have to be, you know, digging through my drawers and it's just all right there. So that is working really great. And then I use this. Okay, wait, can I ask? Yes. Can I ask? Now, are you taking the tote bag? Are you getting ready in the closet with the tote bag? Okay. Where are you getting dressed for your class? Then I get dressed, um, usually like in our bathroom, like at the counter, which that's like right next to our closet. But so you don't have to go in and like mess in the drawers and everything. Yes, exactly. And and that's because a lot of times either Chris is like still sleeping then. And so I don't want to be disturbing him and he's kind of a light sleeper. So that's why I have this whole setup. Um, and also I think even if he was, already awake during that time, I think I would still do this because it just makes it so easy to have this whole little bundle already ready to go. Oh, and I also, and I also, um, this is the same tote bag that I take with me to orange theory instead of bringing my purse. So I also have my car keys in there and my wallet. And I put all of that in there the night before too. So then I also do this almost in reverse for my other exercise classes, which I go to at night. So then when I come home from those, Chris is usually already asleep and I want to be getting ready for bed and everything, but not disturb him. Mm -hmm. So it'll kind of be the same thing. I will collect everything I need for my bedtime routine everything, all my pajamas, I'll put a little flosser in there. I'll put my toothbrush and toothpaste in there. I'll put like my Kindle in there because I might want to read and wind down out in the living room, not in our room. So yeah, yeah, just making this little bundle of everything you need to either get ready for the day or to end the day. I have just found so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. This is genius because I feel like you know, when you get home late or you're leaving early, it's like those, all those little things mm-hmm. is what makes you feel stressed out. Yes. Yes. Like gathering up all of the things. And I hate, I hate tiptoeing through the dark. I hate worrying that mm-hmm. I'm going to disturb Chris, but also, you know, wanting to find my nighttime socks or, you know, yeah. just any of that stuff. So yeah. it's so nice just to already have it, um, just like all collected. And very considerate of you. Oh, well, thank you. What a considerate wife you are. <laughs> All right. So another one that is actually surprisingly working for us, I just say surprising because this is an area that always feels like it can be off, is our weekday evening schedule. 
Mm. So it feels, first of all, it feels like just the right amount of things and activities right now and timed enough so that, especially with homeschool, we're not rushing, which is nice because it's not like, you know, we can wrap up school a little earlier on the days that something might start earlier so that 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 is part of what I think feels nice is not the normal after school rush because mm-hmm. we haven't had this many like extracurriculars ever, but definitely since before the pandemic. So like, I don't know what it's like to be running with homeschool. So it's actually really nice to not have to go pick them up from school, get them home, have a snack, change, do all the things. So Mm -hmm. that's partly why I think it's working. It also just feels really equitable right now. Like we have broken things up nicely. So Mondays and Wednesdays, the girls have jujitsu and gymnastics. So Julia switched from gymnastics to jujitsu and Vanessa is still doing gymnastics. So they, I drop, drop them both off. Um, and then Jeremiah picks up cause he actually has his jujitsu class right after Julia. Mm. So she stays for his class and then just comes home with him. Perfect. Um, and then he goes back out on Monday nights cause, uh, Vanessa has a later class on Monday and he goes back out to pick her up so that after I am done dropping kids off, I can like decompress for the night and we always have leftovers on Monday. Gotcha. It's like a decide once I, I make that. something big on, big on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're all home at different times on Monday. So it's always leftovers. So everybody can eat whenever they're ready to eat. Um, and Wednesdays I do have to pick Vanessa up, but I have about an hour in between to run errands. So I'm kind of just using that on purpose. So I go drop Julia off at jujitsu and then I have about an hour before I have to pick Vanessa up and I can run to Target or I can you know, make a quick grocery run or whatever. Tuesday is dad dinner. Dad's in charge of dinner. I disappear. I go somewhere or I go up in my room and work on podcast things or whatever. And we have no evening commitments on Tuesday, which is really nice to have a day or two that we don't. And Thursday, they have their musical theater in the afternoons, but it's done by 3.30 and we're home Thursday evening also. So it works out really, really good. Jeremiah is also able to take a couple of morning jujitsu classes. So it's not as many... You know, he would ideally like to get three or four classes a week in, but that would mean three or four evenings. So they just did open up a morning class. So that's so nice because he gets four classes in a week with only being gone two evenings for like an hour. Protecting your evenings. That is is my priority too. I would so much rather do that 5 a.m. class rather than Mm -hmm. have additional evening commitments. So I feel like Mm -hmm. if you can do that, it can so be worth it to have easier evenings. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that like it's worked out good. We're also really picky about, um, you know, we we want the kids to do things that they enjoy, but we we try really hard to make it feasible for all of us to be Mm -hmm. something where we're not like stressed out every single Monday, Wednesday, you know, and think about like the impact on the whole family of those activities and how we're going to split that time up. It's not just like mom's in charge of everything, Mm -hmm. the end. Yes. (laughs) So that has, it's just working really well. I feel like we're in a good rhythm. We have dinner a couple nights a week all together, but otherwise everyone can grab whatever. And it just feels like a good rhythm for right now. Oh, that's awesome. I feel like that can be a very hard balance to find. So when you have it, hang on to it and really appreciate it. And it sounds like you are. So my next one that I want to share is I feel like our kitchen cabinets and our pantry are in a really good place. And this is also kind of thanks to some additional 
storage in the rest of our house, in our laundry room, in our closet. And really this credit all goes to Chris. So I just want to give him a big high five for this. And actually on a previous organization episode, I shared that our kitchen cabinets were something that wasn't working. And so it's kind of fun to come back and report that they're working so much better now. So Chris bought us new pots and pans as a Christmas gift, and so he was feeling really motivated to kind of declutter and organize our kitchen cabinets, and he just like got in there, rocked it, and our cabinets just function so much better now, and I'm also loving our new pots and pans, and they came with these great kind of organization holders that we were able to use in our cabinets. The brand is Caraway, and I will link to them. We've been really happy with them. So in addition to organizing the kitchen cabinets, Chris also built us some additional storage in our front hall closet, and he replaced our lone laundry room shelf with cabinets. Mm -hmm. So that just opened up a lot of additional storage in these kind of tucked away places. And so now we're able to store some bulkier things like, you know, the huge cake Tupperware container that you use like twice a year, but, but if you need it, that's the only thing that will work, but it takes up so much room. So anyway, now that's living like up on a high shelf where we can get to it when we need it, but it's not taking up that valuable cabinet space. Right. So that feels great. And then I also took a day to organize our pantry. I put it on my calendar, just mentally was like, this is Mm -hmm. all I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. I took everything out of our pantry. I wiped down our disgusting pantry shelves. Why do they get so gross? And I don't know. And have we ever wiped them down? I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) I am slightly disgusted with us, Yeah, but I took care of that. Um, I just did some really good like purging, reorganizing. It wasn't terrible, but we have a very tiny pantry. It is narrow and deep. And so just kind of figuring out how to best use that space Mm -hmm. is always tricky, but feels like it's working pretty well now. Um, I moved our snacks and cereals down to where the boys can reach them, which that Mm -hmm. really is helping. However, we also have a toddler that can reach them. So it took a couple of weeks before she was just opening up, getting out the cheese crackers at 8 a.m. So (laughs) we we got fun. Yeah. So we got a childproof door handle for that. So all of that is just working so much better now. Nice. That sounds awesome. Okay, this is another surprising one for me, but since the holidays are over, actually my meal planning and grocery shopping oh, feels much more on track lately. Erica, tell us this more. Is so so I'm just I'm back to what works and I'm like, mm. why did I ever leave it? So Thursdays is the day to meal plan and order groceries for me. Okay. I don't know why. I, I do find like if you go to the store on Thursdays, it's less busy because it's not the weekend rush yet mm-hmm. and it's not the beginning of the week rush. Um Uh, Things just seem to be more available when I do grocery order for like Friday morning pickup. So then Fridays are kind of a um, flex day for homeschool anyway. Sometimes we have stuff to finish up or we have co-op, but there's always time to go pick up groceries on Friday. If there's a weekend, something going on that I need something special for, a birthday or whatever, I can get it. So yeah, just Thursday meal planning, ordering groceries groceries through the next Friday because mm-hmm. then it's going to be carry out anyways. Yep. So, and just, and having like Sunday, I make a big batch of something and Monday is always leftovers. It's like this decide once thing that is working really, really well. Um, 
and I can just kind of plug in other things, you know, throughout our week. So it's just, it's working really well. Again, it's not fancy. Sometimes that is soup and grilled cheese or, you know, frozen pizza the other night, but it is really, I'm feeling back on track. I'm feeling inspired to try some new recipes when that is all clicking along like it should be. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's not fancy, but it works. That is like tagline for meal planning. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, my last thing that I want to share is actually some digital organization. And I have just been feeling like my phone organization is working really well. So I want to talk a little bit more about what is working for me. So I feel like just overall that I have my phone set up so that it does what I want so that I can find what I need. And this is very important to me. I want my technology to be serving me. I do not want to serve my technology. Mm -hmm. So I'm just all about customizing things and finding all the settings that I can do so that it does exactly what I want and nothing that I don't want. So I have an iPhone. So some of this will be just applicable to iPhone users, but there's probably corollaries for other phones. But first of all, if you're an iPhone user, I'm not sure if everyone knows that you can customize the four little apps that are at the bottom of the screen that you always Mm -hmm. see. I feel like that is kind of not intuitive. So I have changed those apps to be the ones that I want easiest access to. And for me, that's the phone, photos, messages, and then my Pocket Casts app, which is how I listen to podcasts because that's Mm -hmm. what I do a lot. So then I have two pages of home screen on my phone and my app organization is actually inspired by our friend of the show, Sarah Powers of the Mom Hour. Mm. I think that's where I first heard about this idea, um, fellow organization kindred spirit. So on the first page of my home screen is where I have my most used apps and categories of apps and also the ones that I like am more okay with myself using. Yeah. Yeah. Like my ones to like actually connect with people, kind of my to-do list apps, my weather app, all of my reading apps, things like that. So then on my second homepage, I have all of my apps categorized into collections and I have those labeled with the category. So some categories that I have are travel, shop, listen, which is for music and things like that. So I try to Mm -hmm. everything live in a little category. It just makes it look so tidy. So just really liking that. I also have other settings that help me limit my screen time. I have my phone turn down its brightness and switch to that red-orange light after 6 p.m. when I don't want to be on my phone or when I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be as stimulating. And that just kind of reminds me like, hey, not supposed to be on your phone as much in the Mm -hmm. evening. And then I also have screen time limits set for Instagram, Facebook, and for my email. And then I also have those customized based on what day it is so that on on days when I'm home with Maeve, I have very little time for those for myself. That's just kind of a reminder like, hey, when you're home with Maeve, you want to be off your phone and just really Mm -hmm. present with her. But in those on those other days when she's at daycare and maybe those are my days I'm focused on podcasting or or being present on social media, like with intention, I Mm -hmm. give myself more time. So all of those things working very well. This is the actual opposite of my digital life. (laughs) And can I just tell you that I tried, (laughs) I tried the screen time limits where it sets up like, you you know, you have five more minutes or whatever. And I'm not joking you. I think I obeyed that limit like five times total (laughs) and just always hit like, nope, ignore Ignore. limit for today. Ignore. Because it gives you the 
the option of like, okay, and it'll kind of freeze that app. You could still go in it if you really wanted to, or you can hit ignore limit for today. I ignored it every single time. (laughs) Ignore. It's like the rebel tendency that yeah. that particular strategy. I can nope, see. I can don't see tell how me that, that, would, that I'm done on Instagram. I can see how that would not work for you. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta think of something else. Uh, okay, let's move on. So lest anyone think that we have per- perfectly organized homes or lives, let's each share two things that are not working in our homes lately in terms of organization or systems, and together we'll see if we can come up with some doable ideas for each other. Okay, so both of mine are issues because they're issues for the same reason. Okay. They're multi-purpose areas and we are all in and out of them a lot. Mm. So I think that that is what makes it difficult to get it organized and keep it organized. And it's also they're also actually we are blessed with lots of storage in this house. So they're mm-hmm. actually big enough that I can keep just shoving stuff in right without (laughs) consequence yeah and so that I'm just like I turn around and I'm like this is a mess so it's our linen closet upstairs by the laundry room and our utility closet kind of we have a storage closet down in the mud room like next to the garage and it's fantastic both of them are fantastic but they are very hard to keep organized so with the linen closet I think it's like the kids helping, first of all, like they Mm. actually fold towels and put them away in sheets, but they just put it wherever, you know, there's no real good system. Um, I did start with some baskets where like all of the sheets that fit on the girls' beds are in one basket and then one for ours. And I just need to follow through with more baskets on that, I think would help. But I also just need that like day to take everything out and reassess, you know, Um, the utility closet downstairs. It's just like the most used things are the hardest to reach, which is ridiculous, but we haven't reorganized it. Like the toilet paper and paper towel are like way up high. So that's something the girls could totally take care of for themselves, but we have it up high for some reason. Um, It's that closet's kind of a catch all for cleaning supplies, dog food and toys, the mops and brooms and stick vacuum. And that like falls over every time you're in there Mm -hmm. wrapping supplies. There's a few random camping things in there that don't go in the garage. So both of those closets feel like a disaster, but also like not top priority, gotcha. even though right. they annoy you every time you go in them. Yes. You know? Yes. So what are you, what are you hearing me say? What can you help me with on this one? Okay. I am hearing you say, I do think that giving these some dedicated times and improving the systems, I think will bring you a lot of joy because you're yeah. in there on a weekly basis. It sounds like a so few true. times a week, potentially. I think this is definitely a case where it is a, okay, this is an organize the linen closet day. And then this is an organized utility closet day. And it is like you said, get everything out, mm-hmm. assess it, declutter it, find it without spot. children, without children, for sure. <laughs> to like for get sure. the system in place without mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I think so. that really is the main the main thing. I've also thought I think I need to implement some more baskets and I need once I've actually like called everything, mm-hmm. not, you know, just go out and buy a bunch of baskets, but then also having like one of those hanging things on the wall in the utility closet maybe for mops and brooms, so they're not just falling over everywhere, do yes. you know what I mean? Yes. That kind Definitely. of stuff. So. And I think that is when you get everything out and then really see the space and what you're going to put back in there, that's the time I think to think of what's on your 
kind of those organization accessory shopping lists. Yes. I think sometimes our tendency is to go buy those things and then come back and put them in. But then sometimes it turns out the the space wasn't shaped the way we thought or right. we didn't actually want to use the space that way. Right. So I think that is actually like the second step. So yeah. that can be kind of the reward too. Yeah, you know? totally. A little shopping trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? Okay. So here are my two. The first one is towels. So mm. towels in our house are not working in a couple of ways. I just feel like we do not have great places to hang towels, both in our bathroom and in the boys' bathroom, kind mm-hmm. of the kids' bathroom. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need easy solutions for the boys to hang up their towels But also, I want to make sure that the towels dry fully. I cannot stand a damp, not fully dried towel. Because I feel like like hooks would be that, but then I worry that the towels won't dry fully. And then is that maybe getting different, quicker dry towels? But then I just get overwhelmed. We have hooks and and they dry fully. Do you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mm -hmm. how how thick are your towels? I I mean, normal thickness. A decent thickness? Yeah. Like normal terry cloth towels. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think the hooks work good because otherwise you end up folding it. The yeah. folding is where it doesn't work. Well, and that's the thing. We're, you know, fold we're having it completely unfolded and just hanging it over, you know, a towel yeah. rack like the whole width, but then there's no room for any other right. towels. Yeah. I feel like we also need to a system the boys are starting to get particular about like, well, did so-and-so use that towel before? Like they need their own specific towel. Uh-huh. So I don't know if we need to get everyone like two of their own towels and those be all different colors so that mm-hmm. no ones are getting mixed up, things like that. So I think, yeah, we might need to have some dedicated towels for the different children and then some hooks. Yeah. I have, I will tell you what we do. Please do. We have the command hooks, um, like even in our bathroom, they're made for bathrooms, so they stick even oh, with the moisture in the okay. bathroom. Right. And we had in our old bathroom, the old house when the girls were littler, we had those put down lower mm-hmm. for them to hang up their own hooks. And they have two hooks lower in their bathroom. And they don't have specific towels, but they have their initial above the, oh, so like in a cute way. Yeah. So they have a hook and they have their initial on up above the hook. So like right. what, that's where they hang up their towel. Gotcha. So that is helping. Okay. Um, and then it, the nice part about that is it doesn't matter. Like you can see whose towel is not put away. Mm-hmm. And if you have to sub it out for a towel, that's not the right color. It doesn't matter. Cause it's on their hook with their gotcha. name. Gotcha. That and they know where sense. their towel goes. That makes sense. Having the dedicated hooks. Cause I would prefer honestly to just have all the same color towels. Yes. So, yes. Okay, I like this. The other issue is in our bathroom, we really have virtually no wall space. Hmm. <laughs> and so we actually don't even have a towel bar and really no room for a towel bar except for this one spot that's, I don't know, kind of right above the bathtub, but it's it's kind of a weird wall to put uh-huh. a, a towel bar on. And we almost hardly have room for even two hooks. I I don't know. And probably we should just put the hooks just because it would be better than what we're doing now, which is like throwing it over the shower shower door. (laughs) Yes. I think my bathroom was similar Mm -hmm. in our old house. And I think, yeah, we just, it was all hooks 
Okay. We just found a spot to stick a hook everywhere. Okay. And I, I've never had any issues with it drying, at least really? in Arizona. Okay. it's so dry here. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I think some, I think some towel hooks are in my future. Okay. <laughs> Stock up. The other thing that I feel like is not working well is how I organize and keep just all of my work stuff, which I don't have a lot, but I have my computer. I have my little lap desk. I have you know, maybe a few papers that might be, I'm actively using at a time and like a few clipboards. Mm -hmm. Basically I, my only system is that next to the reading chair that we have in our room, I just tuck everything back behind there because I don't want Maeve to get into it. And and that is honestly just a challenge right now is that she is into everything. Like nothing is safe if it's at her level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't have, we have the studio space, but oftentimes I'm wanting to use things in the morning. Like I don't want to trek all the way out to the studio to just get my computer and things. So that feels a little tricky right now, but I'm always just Hmm. feeling like, oh, I'm just like, throwing my stuff, you know, and I I want my work stuff to feel well organized. And, you know, that kind of brings some joy to your work when things look nice. Do you have, so you don't have the office anymore. That's right. We have all bedrooms inside the house. Because you have three bedrooms? We have four bedrooms total. But you made the other one a guest bedroom. No, now the boys each have their own separate rooms. Oh, they do. Okay. And then Maeve has her room. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking they were still sharing. Yeah. What about like in your master closet? Could you clear off a shelf a little bit? I know you keep it pretty minimal anyways. I don't know how big the master well, closet well, is, but wait till we get to the next section, Erica, <laughs> and I'll tell you how minimal it is. I actually, I think that this is the solution. I think that we need to make better use of our closet because uh-huh. we actually do have some shelves in there, some upper shelves, some easily accessible shelves. So I think that maybe this is it. And okay. I think we'll get into this more in the next section. So maybe hold okay. that thought and let's okay. move on. We've hit, we've hit upon something <laughs> yes. there. Okay. So finally, we each had the assignment of finding the messiest, most <laughs> offending area of our homes. So tell me what this is in your home currently and give me a rundown <laughs> of some of the random things you found there. This is so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so we have a garage table that is was our kitchen table. Okay. It was like an antique that I got that I meant to refinish. I never refinished it. It was it was our kitchen table for a long time and we realized it was actually too small for the space anyways, but it's like a nice table. So we're kind of saving it for a cabin. Oh, okay. With hopes to refinish it. So I don't want to completely get rid of it yet cuz it's like a solid oak, really nice table and would be great in a little cabin space. So we you know, have something bigger in the kitchen now. So it's sitting there and we have a four car garage, like four car tandem. So this, it's not taking up, it's not as obtrusive as it might be in a smaller garage, but it's right when you walk into the garage from the house and on this table now is all kinds of other things we don't know what to do with. (laughs) So there is, there are dead house plants on the table (laughs) that have died in the house and been relegated to there for me to repot a living house plant, presumably, but you know, they're just sitting there with the dead house plant still in them. Um, there is a big thing of the Nespresso pods to recycle because you can take it to the UPS store and mail it back to them and they have to recycle them a special way. So you just collect them in these like free bags that they give you, but it requires a trip to the UPS (laughs) store. 
Something else that requires a trip to the UPS store and didn't happen is a return that is too oh, late from yep. Christmas. Right. That's, oh, that's now, right there. Now you've got it. Okay. Yep. Um, there are some random muffin tins that the girls were using to make nature muffins. Okay. <laughs> and there was like a lot of random detritus in them, like <laughs> acorns and uh-huh. just little things they found on the ground. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. A skip it. <laughs> Kites. <laughs> Uh, and things that I will call goodwill things mm. that are just like there to go with the next group of goodwill right. things, even though I have a place in the house for goodwill <laughs> things, like two books randomly, um, winter boots that have not fit the girls in a while, a poorly functional blender. <laughs> Someone might want it though at goodwill, a lamp. All of these things are on this table. And this is a small, like oh my 36 inch, 48 inch round table. So I, my favorite thing is the dead house plants because it's like <laughs> emblematic. It's like as if you were going to decorate the table, but like in the style of the table, it's all yeah. stuff that like yes. needs to go. It's fitting. It's very fitting. It's like, this is the table when your life is not together. This yes. is the table of that. But isn't it so true that if you have a surface if you suddenly create a surface in your house that doesn't have a true purpose or you haven't committed to keeping it clear you just always have those things in your life that it's like okay this needs one extra step but I can't do the step now so I'm just gonna park it here or I have no idea what to do with this but I don't want it cluttering up the house so it'll just live here and then it just collects all of its friends and suddenly (laughs) it's a magnet it's a problem is this um, is this something that could be delegated to Jeremiah, perhaps? Like, hey, I'm going to tackle the utility closet today. Why don't you, with the girls, go tackle that garage table? Yes. You guys go run the errands that need to be run. I think that would be great. And I'm thinking, hey, let's get like two decent looking bins to sit on the table for like all the there other random go. kids stuff, like the balls that are rolling around on the yes. garage floor and the mm-hmm. helmets. And like that can be what lives there. Yeah. Because if it's empty, it's just going to collect more yes. stuff. But that can be an accessible place where those things go because it's kind of blocking the shelves that we yes. would put baskets like <laughs> I that. I like on. how it's blocking your like, like <laughs> actualization <storage>. system. Is <laughs> yeah. that not just like such a metaphor? <laughs> it's just like this thing that, okay, I think we're going to get a cabin this year. So I really right. don't want to get rid of it. But yeah, it's. <laughs> It is a thorn in my garage side. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are are you willing to take a picture and share it yes. with the listeners? Yes. Great. I will. I will do okay. that. Well, so for me, as was foreshadowed, mine is, it's both actually this one edge of our bathroom counter that I kind of consider my section of the bathroom counter. And then it is <laughs> my closet shelf. Okay. Both of these areas, really, they are functioning as where I throw anything I don't want Maeve to get into. Okay. So it's just like all of these like important things, but they don't really all belong together, such as my passport, our our COVID vaccine cards, a a rapid (laughs) COVID test, and two COVID saliva test kits. So I've got those just (laughs) right on hand. 
I've got a stack of random papers that seem kind of important, like medical statements, receipts. I've got my printer paper because now my printer lives in Mm -hmm. our closet. Um, I've got some peel and stick labels for envelopes. I've got gift cards. This is also where originally this is where my skincare and nail polish and accessories lived and like my jewelry. So all that is also under there, but like not accessible and underneath the passport exactly and And it's not accessible and nice looking the way I envisioned it um on my bathroom counter is honestly just this basket of I don't know all these things that I'm trying to put in Maeve's hair sometimes I don't have a system for all of that yet the clips Mm -hmm. and hair ties and whatnot Mm -hmm. because we're kind of just getting into it and then I don't know just random random stuff like I have some makeup in there and just right all of, all of that like stuff. probably some random like ibuprofen or something exactly. like that just yeah yes. I know how that goes so that is a problem and it is just these two areas where like that's where I blow dry my hair and stuff so I'm laying my hair dryer down just on all of this random stuff <laughs> there's like a box left over from this plumbing home improvement thing that we did it's just <laughs> Such a mess. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Can you just at least rescue your passport and the COVID <laughs> okay. cards out of that? I and feel then, like and they then I think are, that's like level one danger. Safe. I feel like okay. they're in a safe place. They're not gonna get subsumed. But no, but this is true. I mean, it is one of those things that gives me like a minor panic attack. Right. It's like, okay, right. They still are in this space among the clutter where I know where right. to find them, but you don't just, you don't want to worry about any of those. Yeah. Things. It feels like it could accidentally get thrown away very easily. Totally. <laughs> yes. So I'm very much wanting to address this. Um, my plan is it actually has been for the past two weeks and then things keep coming up. Like this is a Friday project. I have childcare on Fridays. Mm-hmm. I try to make my more dedicated work time earlier in the week. So then I can tackle sort of a longer project, project like or, this. Okay. And I think I like this, this too, it's like on this, I'm picturing putting like a towel out on my bed so I can just pull everything out, yes. lay it all out, declutter, and then yes. figure out the systems that I need. I love it. So I do have one minor suggestion for you for the hair bath. Please. Hair items. Yes, we, we are pros at this. Get a caboodle. Oh, cute. And you can keep like all everything. of the hair ties, the bobby pins, the spray, like the water spray yes. bottle, the brushes, everything in there. And then, I mean, from very little on, I would tell them, okay, go get your hair basket. Ooh. And they, they come get it and they like that. That Cute. might actually encourage that me to let enticing. you do my hair. I like that. Okay. And mm-hmm. I feel like we have kind of this whole like height of our closet almost, or, you know, at least halfway up or something of shelves. So I feel like if I clear off another little shelf, there are many other shelves in the closet. It's not just mine that are holding all of this clutter, mm-hmm. random things I need to get rid of. My breast pump. That it's like, okay, <laughs> I need to pass this on to someone who could use it, but just getting right. organized and being able to do that. So anyway, I can replace the breast pump with the hair caboodle. There this you go. This is perfect. We're moving on up We're with these big on. kid, big kid phases. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I'm feeling some motivation. Got some ideas yes. for some solutions. Yes. So, All right. That wraps up our topic for today. We hope you got some ideas for your own home, and we'd love to hear about the great home organization systems that are working for you. And we are always here for validating that it is also okay to have some systems in areas of your home that are not working.
Always here for that. So Mm -hmm. share those with us on Instagram or email us at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Let's move on to our obsessions. What are you obsessed with? Okay. I feel like this may be a recurring one because I go on kicks, but I am just going to tell you right now that I could eat 27 packets of Mott's fruit snacks at once. (laughs) They're so good. And I cannot get enough lately. I I have been (laughs) buying them for the kids for snack, like in their snack basket. And I am going through them like water, like it's out (laughs) of control. They're just the perfect level of chewy. Yeah. They're not sour or anything or too, too sweet. It's just like, oh, so satisfying. So I'm I'm having a major problem binging on fruit snacks. I feel it would be great if they sold like a jumbo pack. Like sometimes you just need to get the full craving satisfied. You need more than 10 at a time. I think that is part of it is that it never quite feels like you had enough. Yeah. Like if you had a bigger pack, like, you know, mm-hmm. they sell Sour Patch Kids in like the yeah. big pack too. Yeah. Then you would feel like, okay, I've had enough for now. Yep. But the fact that they're tiny is like, <laughs> I just keep going in there, grabbing them all day long and just like, <laughs> 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 oh, that's really funny. So that's my current obsession. All right. Well, my obsession is two new to me teas. They're both from Tazo, and I shared one of these with you on our retreat and I think I got your thumbs up. So, so good. I am really enjoying these and drinking as much as I can while we still have winter hot tea weather. (laughs) (laughs) So it is the glazed lemon loaf tea, which I was very skeptical about at first. This was recommended by a blogger friend of mine. I usually do not like citrus teas. I mean, especially hot teas, but she raved about it. And I looked at the flavor profile and it's like a lemon vanilla flavor. Mm -hmm. So I gave it a try and I really like it. The citrus is not too biting. And like, like I said, there's that vanilla flavor. So Mm -hmm. it really does put you in the mind of a glazed lemon loaf. It is really good. And then the next one is their juniper mint honey. It's a little minty, but it has sweetness, but it's not too heavy and it is just lovely. And they're both Mm -hmm. herbal. So they're both decaf. So yeah, been really enjoying those during nap time or the afternoon. That sounds lovely. Okay, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. In between episodes, you can find us on Instagram where we are sharing peeks at daily life and some behind the scenes of producing the show. And we will definitely be sharing photos of our very messiest, unorganized Mm -hmm. spots in our houses. So find us there. We are High Girls Next Door. And the show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Hold on. Buddy is scraping at me like he needs to go out. Okay. It's just both of those closets are a shit show. No, I will will say that different. So you don't have an explicit warning on here. I'm just like interrupting you to say literally nothing. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Carry on.